Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska. We could not talk or talk forever and still find things to not talk about. The Bob Seska Show. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, May 19, 2022, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. What's up? I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi. Day 486 of the Biden-Harris administration, 170 days until the 22 midterms. Find me on Instagram at TheBobSeska, Twitter, BobSeska underscore go, and sitting right over there is the Goth Ninja. Goth Ninja Roll Call. I don't know why, but that phrase has been swimming around in my head for the past week. <laughs> Goth Ninja Roll Call. I have no idea why. Jody Hamilton, she's from the uh, From the Bunker podcast, patreon.com slash from the bunker. Also on the Stephanie Miller Show every Tuesday, stephaniemiller.com. And David Ferguson, we like to call him T Rex. His uh, music project is Astral Summer. That's astralsummer.bandcamp.com. Links in the description to support Jody, support David, under this episode of bobseska.com, as always. Okay. I didn't have any Freudian slips during that intro, did I? No, no, not at all. I don't think so. I'm super paranoid, uh, Goth Ninjas, because uh, George W. Bush stepped into it big time. I, I said on Fugelsang's show last night, the dumb guy fairy made a stop at our house, <laughs> at our houses, and left us this ridiculous George W. Bush quote, which Fugelsang nailed. Uh, I think everyone knows what we're talking about here with regard to George W. Bush and the invasion of Iraq slash Ukraine. Uh, we're going to play the tape here in a second, but John Fugelsang last night called it a Freudian confession, <laughs> which it very much is. Yeah. And uh, a Freudian slip is when you open your mouth to say one thing and a mother comes out. <laughs> That's right. Well, here's George W. Bush at this. Uh, I don't know. Is it this thing? He was talking at the thing. He was doing a thing, a, a speech thing at a place. And here's what he said. Russian elections are rigged. Political opponents are imprisoned or otherwise eliminated from Elim- participating in the electoral process. The result is an absence of checks and balances in Russia and the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. Oh! I mean, of Ukraine. Whoops. <laughs> Iraq, too. Anyway. Uh, oh. And they time. laugh. Uh, yeah. 
right now. Yeah. No, he says 75. What's he says the, what's the 75? So that's his age. He's oh. just he's saying, oh. I'm old, so I mixed up these two things. And if it wasn't such a goddamn disaster on his watch, he may have justification for giggling there, but he's got no justification for giggling on that one. In, the invasion of Iraq was an unequivocal nightmare with decades of blowback. I mean, if it wasn't for that invasion, I don't know that we would have ISIS right now. I mean, the whole, it destabilized the entire region. And there were so many people at the time, like myself, who were saying, mm -hmm. this is an incredibly volatile region. Yes. We have no business wandering in there and sh uh, uh. Yeah, engaging in regime You know, change. I want to say this, though, yeah. like George W. Bush, like, after the Trump years, I know that a lot of people are tempted to view him in an almost benign way. But, like, let's never forget yeah. just how evil those fuckers were. Yeah. And how, like, he giggles, even though yeah. it was a humanitarian fucking disaster. Mm -hmm. And he never seemed to have any real-world understanding of what he was fucking up and how badly. Yeah, no, no. I mean, he just handed over the neocons. Neocons said, well, we have a plan to do this, which the plan was already in place well before 9-11. Oh, yeah. Make no mistake about this and we all know the history uh we don't need to relitigate how much of a disaster this necessarily was i think we're all aware of who was pulling the levers of the administration at the time how george w bush was complicit probably for personal reasons as well as geopolitical reasons and the dominoes fall over from there the nightmare that we endured uh, all the way through remember uh uh bring it on remember he said bring bring it on and then and suddenly yeah. this is insurgency rises up and for his second term during that period of time, George W. Bush's second term, Iraq descended into an utter goddamn nightmare as if it wasn't already bad enough with uh, Iraqi civilians, with, uh, as you said, David, destabilizing the entire region. I mean, at one point we were using uh, there were reports that we were using white phosphorus. Uh, in some of these attacks, I just Fallujah. Yeah, one atrocity after another. Um, but it's you know what? It's not the first time that George W. Bush screwed up talking about uh, his presidency. Let's let's play this, Mr. Speaker. Oh, this is his members of Congress, State of the Union, distinguished citizens and fellow citizens. <laughs> Every year, by law and by custom, we meet here to threaten the world. <laughs> The American flag stands for corporate scandals, recession, stock market declines, blackmail, terror, burning with hot irons, <laughs> dripping acid on the skin, mutilation with electric drills, cutting out tongues, and rape. You rape! He does this a lot. Our first goal is to show utter contempt for the environment. I have sent you a comprehensive... I have sent you a comprehensive energy plan to devastate communities, kill wildlife, and burn away millions of acres of treasured forests. <laughs> now wait, this is I know. this is dumb. Um, this I, is I'm I was with you until measures to protect yeah. our people and defend <laughs> our homeland. We've begun inoculating troops and first responders against ballistic airports, and this year we must offer every child in America three nuclear missiles. <laughs> All right, I think you got it. And he I mispronounces think you got it. Yeah. nuclear. That was obviously yeah, oh, wait, edited. That bugs me. <laughs> yes. 
Do I have to say that was edited? I don't think we even need to say it. The first uh, take. Some people would believe that. And <laughs> yeah. I, at first I'm like, wait. And then I went, oh, no, that's not real. No. The first tape is real. The second tape is not, right. not real. Not real. But you know what? There's not a whole lot of wiggle room between those two tapes. <laughs> between what yeah, you yeah. said. Right. It's a makeup uh, yeah. Putting food on your family, right? Right. Uh, I mean, that's a, is our children learning? And uh, one of the reasons that was such a horrible idea is because of what's happening right now. It does not give us any sort of moral high ground when Vladimir Putin marches into Ukraine. And I understand how there are differences in dynamics. There are differences in the facts on the ground and so on. How this was engaged, what kind of coalition. There is no uh, Russian coalition. There is no coalition of the willing going into Ukraine. There are lots of differences, but still we cannot take the moral high ground on these matters anymore because we fucked up so severely. Or I should say George W. Bush and Dick Cheney and Donald Rumsfeld and Paul Wolfowitz and the usual suspects fucked up spectacularly. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to decide whether I agree with John Fugelsang's assessment that George W. Bush was a worse president than Donald Trump. And I would say from uh, a- It's tough. I would say it's tough no. too, Jody. Um, well, but- it depends because George W. Bush was more effective, but because I mean Trump never really did anything yeah, except yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah. But Trump just broke so many laws and so many things that a president is just like should know, should mm-hmm. be able to do, should yeah. be able to handle. Yeah, he, he he on purpose, on purpose, hid COVID. And what yes. it was really about. He yes. did that on purpose. He knew. Mm-hmm. He knew before all hell broke loose here how completely deadly and completely contagious yeah. this disease was. The the general consensus is out of the million people in this country, not counting the other countries, mm-hmm. just this country, that have died, a minimum of 900,000 died unnecessarily from a disease they should not have gotten. So he's killed more Americans than George Bush killed Iraqis and Americans combined. Yeah, we slipped across the 400,000 death mark by around Inauguration Day when Trump left Mm -hmm. office, just stomping and screaming. The body count has to go to Donald Trump. I mean, 400,000 American citizens. I mean, obviously, there were a lot of Iraqis that were killed in the Iraq War. Iraqi civilians. There Mm -hmm. were, I think, I want to say in the range, and forgive me if I'm getting this wrong, around 4,500 American soldiers killed in Iraq, plus countless others, wounded, loss of limbs, disfigured, PTSD, traumatic, traumatic brain injury from the concussive blasts of IEDs and so on. I mean, there are myriad problems uh, coming out of the Iraq war that had nothing to do with the death toll. So it's really hard to decide. I would say as far as terrible presidents, it's hard to top Donald Trump. It, it really, really is. It really because, is because yeah. he, he, he may have been a, a imbecilic. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and lacking the everything. Yeah. Um, but what he did on purpose, I mean, April 7th, 2020, Mm-hmm was when the news came out saying that mainly people, black folks and mm-hmm. and people of color were dying from COVID at the time and yeah. mainly in blue states. Mm-hmm. So what did they, because right before that, they were getting ready to send everybody a few masks per household. They were getting ready to kind of go, okay, this is serious. We got to stop this before it gets bad. And then, boom, mm-hmm. open everything up because only black, brown and blue people 
Donald Trump deliberately hid uh, the severity of the yeah. pandemic and, in fact, encouraged people to shirk the rules, to go yeah. out and liberate mm-hmm. Michigan. I can't stop going back to that. And I know those of you listening to the show, I know you're sick and tired of me talking about liberate Michigan and all that crap. But that was a watershed moment for the United States, a pandemic where up to that point, I think most of the country was more or less doing the right thing to mitigate the effects of the pandemic. But once the president from his bully pulpit said, all right, go out and do whatever the fuck you want. Liberate these states from their oppressive vaccine and lockdown and masking. Well, it weren't vaccine mandates. We didn't have a vaccine yet. Right, right, right. But still, you know, the lockdowns and the masking and so on. You don't need to pay any attention to that anymore. And I'm giving you tacit permission to be able to do that with my tweets here. And that created so many more deaths. I mean, gratuitous deaths. And what was the motivation? So Donald Trump could get reelected and he didn't even fucking win. That gigantic gamble with hundreds of thousands of lives, all for the purpose of getting reelected as president. And he lost. I mean, you talk about a, oh my God. Oh mm-hmm. my God. <laughs> I, I, I wonder if Donald Trump ever plays poker <laughs> because <laughs> the stakes <laughs> of that play. No. My God. No, I- the question, the other thing, don't forget, <laughs> before it even got here, he pulled our scientists out of Wuhan and other places in China yep. mm-hmm. and pulled our scientists mm-hmm. out of Geneva. Mm-hmm. These things could have stopped it from even getting out of China or Europe. I yeah. mean, there are things that he did prior to this outbreak that that was purposeful. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I- um, and, and, and stopped the – because I, I still firmly believe on another timeline somewhere – Hillary Clinton was elected president and it was stopped in China Mm -hmm. because we had people there to help them stop it. Yeah, yeah. And Donald Trump, when he had like the first generation of COVID, when he tested positive, he even behaved irresponsibly in the face of that as well. It was there was nothing that he did that was responsible. It was always more and more chaos every time he stood up. And I'll never forget every goddamn day. Donald Trump in the press room going on and on and on with just mountains of bullshit. Just the, I mean, my God. No actual useful information was passed whatsoever. And he wouldn't have survived COVID had he not been the president. He would have died. Yeah, he got all these radical treatments. I mean, a guy like Donald Trump was one of the people who was most susceptible to that virus. Of course, from his from his own hubris, he ended up getting it and spreading it around to God knows how many other people. Mm-hmm. So, yes, the differences are myriad, but you know what? I think you have to say Donald Trump, the worst president ever, <laughs> beyond George W. Bush, beyond James Buchanan, beyond Andrew Johnson, absolutely the worst fucking president in the history of this country. And, uh, you yeah, know, nobody has thrown American bodies on the fire like that. No, absolutely not. not. Not to that level of gratuitousness. He, yeah. He did it on purpose. It's not like he did something by mistake and something happened. Yeah. yeah. He did this on purpose. That's what's, that's what's so menacing and, and mm-hmm. frightening about COVID in particular, let alone all the other fucking shit that he did. That's right. But that in particular murdered people, as far as I'm concerned, and unfortunately Mm -hmm. because he was president, and you can't be sued or criminalized for what you're doing in your job, even though it was purposeful. As far as I'm concerned, that's uh, voluntary manslaughter. And just one last thing about George W. Bush. He spent eight years of his presidency, and probably many years after that, where the phrase the invasion of 
was always ended with the word Iraq. Iraq, yeah. This is what is always spoken out of his mouth or the mouths of the people around him. Oh, the invasion of Iraq. Yeah, that was a nightmare. Or the invasion of Iraq. Good so, job. All Good the job more reason on that W, yeah. To be vigilant about your speech. I mean, yeah. just, yeah. I, I feel again like George Bush and Donald Trump both have the share in common the fact that they are fail sons mm-hmm. who like had no business being in the highest office of the land, yeah. completely exactly. mentally and psychologically unprepared, completely unstudied would not, you know, like George Bush halfway through his term still had no idea what the difference between a Sunni and a Shia was. Which <laughs> That's true. And neither did Donald Trump. Donald Trump still can't tell you. I'm 100% positive. Yeah, no. I think we've got a story about that in the, uh, I believe it's going to be on the Shadow Docket. We'll see uh, how, how the sh- show plays out here today. But yeah, um, that was some weird shit, definitely. Well, that was some weird shit. Thank you, Hillary. <laughs> Very weird shit, but not necessarily as weird as what was happening in the House Judiciary Committee yesterday. Uh, they were having abortion hearings. And you can imagine the dumb fucking questions from the dumb fucking Republicans desperate to incite their extremist audience. They absolutely are trying to... Well, they're asking questions like, what's the oldest baby you ever murdered, doctor? Yeah, exactly. You right. know? Yeah, it's yeah. just like, it's like, when did you stop beating your wife? Or like, you know, it just, yeah. it's total entrapment, totally ignorant, totally not listening to the answers that they had asked for. It just interrupted. It was like, they all became Jim Jordan yesterday. Exactly. And that makes Representative Mike Johnson, Republican from Louisiana, today's worst person in the world. Here's Mike Johnson. Again, he's a member of the House uh, from Louisiana questioning Dr. Yashika Robinson about late term abortion. I assure you, and I will give you this warning now, your head will explode when you hear this this is skip it uh no i think that you know what i'm gonna play this because it's an important point to make in reaction to this awfulness that i don't think even some of the witnesses in these hearings were aware of some of the legal guardrails when it comes to uh abortion services per roe v wade and per casey so let's play mike johnson talking about late-term abortion here uh with dr yashika robinson let me ask you do you support the right of a woman who is just seconds away from birthing a healthy child to have an abortion (sighs) i think that the question that you're asking asking does not realistically reflect abortion care in that scenario would you would you support her right to abort that child I won't entertain theoreticals. It's not a theoretical, not ma'am. You're a medical it's doctor. A theoretical I am a ask. medical doctor, and that has never happened. Never happened in, in your practice, care. ma'am, but it, it happens. How about if a child is halfway out of the birth canal? Is an abortion permissible then? Can you repeat your question? If a child is halfway <sighs> delivered out of the birth canal, is it permissible have, to have an abortion? Would you support the right for an abortion then? Legally speaking, isn't she already even... naturally aborting it by birthing it? Well... <laughs> There's so many layers. I wish the doctor would be like, are you high? Yeah, Yeah. what are you on? What are you talking about? Let's just finish out this. Let's just dig in after we finish. Yeah, let's uh, finish up this. There's uh, 16 seconds left of this pain. Fathom that. I'm not asking you if you can fathom it. If it occurred, would you support that abortion or not? That's unrestricted abortion, right? That's a question that I can't imagine. I 
just like you probably can't imagine what you would do if your daughter was raped. If it hasn't happened, it may be okay. difficult for you. You're to not going to answer this question. Okay, yeah. Well, and he's not going to answer a It's not a fucking valid question. It's not a valid question. It's not a real thing. It's not a real thing. Of course it's not. It's not. Roe v. Wade established the trimester system. Anything in the third trimester is illegal unless there's some sort of severe medical right. emergency. You cannot abort a fetus in the third trimester. Casey established the viability standard. You cannot abort a fetus, a healthy fetus, after viability, unless there is a severe medical emergency, something where the mother is going to die. That's the only reason that ever, ever, ever happens. It is against the law. There are not women who are in the process of giving birth to a healthy fetus and and then suddenly go, ah, fuck it, I'm done, abort this thing. Oh, no, it's kind of ugly. Look, its head came out, kill it. Yeah, exactly. It's a little pointy. It's not happening. It just doesn't happen. It is illegal in all 50 states and all the territories and all the rest. No one's going around saying, you know, gee, I wish I could uh, abort that fetus in the 28th week. You know, know, after we've uh, set up a a bedroom and bought a crib and had a baby shower and come up with a name and alerted all of our friends and family and everyone's excited. We had the gender reveal last week and oh, fuck it. We're just going to have an abortion now. Yeah, it's like it's like asking, well, if you were if a woman gave birth to a unicorn, would you kill it? You know, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. That's a great metaphor. He's, he's literally, I mean, because women gestate between 36 and 40 weeks. So he's talking about 39 and a half weeks into the pregnancy. Yes. It is illegal to do that. It doesn't yes, matter whether it's a hypothetical or, or something that never happens. It doesn't matter if it never happens or if it's hypothetical because it's illegal. It is not constitutional to do that. These extremists on the Republican side have no fucking idea what's in the decisions or the laws that they are so fucking opposed to. The, the laws that they are going to extreme measures to overturn they don't know what's in those laws because if they did they wouldn't be asking these dumb fucking questions and you know what else mike johnson and you know what another big fuck you to kaylee mcinney for talking once again on twitter yesterday about how oh they support uh, abortion right up to the moment of birth oh my god my fainting couch ah. no 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 for you, Kaylee. Yeah. I support it up to today. Mm-hmm. Mike Johnson and, <laughs> and Kaylee McEnany. you now. Yes. All of these guys, including Kaylee McEnany, know exactly what are in these decisions. They know what's in the law. They're playing their audiences for suckers. They're inciting their audience to take brutal action against doctors, against women, certainly women of color, for sure. I don't think they do necessarily know because it's kind of the conservative way to like carry around a pocket copy of the Constitution and you've never read it all the way through. That's true. To like thump the Bible, which you've never read. You've only read parts of it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the laws, they probably are just as ignorant about that because it's their way. I always forget that members of Congress, (laughs) most of them are Republicans. Uh, they're dummies. They know how to get elected. They know how to grease palms. They know how to rise up the uh, party structure, the party establishment in order to be viable candidates for this seat or that seat. 
but they don't know a lot of shit. It's it's so disillusioning. It it really uh, stirs up my cynicism. Did you see the Joe Rogan fuck up? I thought that was right up your alley. Did you see it? What? No. What did he say? What? It's video from the control room of his podcast, and they're talking. He's talking about a story, and he's like, he's like, I, I didn't really get into the story, but I saw the headline that the Australian government is making it illegal to grow your own food in part of Australia, and he goes on this epic rant about <laughs> vaccines and chemicals and. Blah, blah. And one of the other guys on the panel is like, Joe, that's a fake story. Oh, my God. Joe Rogan Rogan whizzed on the electric fence again. He totally beclowned himself. And then one of his ass kissers who was just like, well, it still could be true. And it's just like, oh, closer to the hole, sir. (laughs) You know, just like, ugh. And now how many tens of millions of people who listen to Joe Rogan believe that that's true? And not in my backyard, not here. You can do that down there, Australia, but I'm not going to allow it to happen here. I'm going to grow my own goddamn food, and I'll do it at the point of a gun. So don't you try to take away my backyard lettuce and tomatoes, assholes. That's exactly the consequence of, my God. It just, it makes me crazy because all of these people know better. They know better than to do this. They just understand that it's cash in their pocket. The the more extremist they are, the better their payday is. Mm -hmm. And that is something that's really, that's one of the most fucked up things in our politics right now. Are either of you on the horrible thing called Next Door? Uh, no. Yes, I've been there. No, 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 no. Not interested in finding out how terribly my neighbors spell. <laughs> oh no, no, it's 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 weird. So so somebody posted some because we've got a, a Democrat who claims to be a Democrat here. His name is Rick Caruso, or Richard, mm. I don't know what his name is. He's running for mayor. Yeah, and he used to be a Republican, and he's anti-choice. So people are posting on next door about it because why not? But this one woman goes, "Hey, I don't think." Um, Look, I'm pro-choice, but I'm also pro-choice in not getting the jab. And it's like, oh my God, getting an abortion does not infect the public affect the public health or yeah, infect yeah. it. But think about this: forced pregnancy does affect the public. Oh yeah, because a new human is going to now walk the earth. That human has to be fed, clothed, educated, housed. So these things do affect your neighbors and the general public mm-hmm. at large. Whereas an abortion affects nobody but the person having it. We cannot feed the children that are already born. Right. Three point three point five million of them in the United States, in the richest country in the history of human civilization. There are three point five million homeless children uh-huh. right now. Right. They now. don't have to be. What is Kaylee McEnany or Representative Mike Johnson? Gonna fucking or do the about nine that. that voted against helping get formula on the shelves. Yeah, or Amy Coney Barrett, or Brett Kavanaugh, or Neil right. Gorsuch, or Sam uh-huh. Alito, or the other guy, Clarence Thomas. <laughs> the other guy who doesn't say anything. Uh, <laughs> what are they gonna do to help alleviate 3.5 million homeless children in this country? 8 million children live below the poverty line in yep. this country. The world's richest country. Can't emphasize that enough. Uh, but yeah, there are so many unforeseen consequences of this series of laws. I mean, we obviously know, uh, I'm talking about the trigger laws. We obviously know the foreseen consequences, but there are things that the red states, the people who supported all of these laws have no idea 
And it's going to affect them. It's going to affect their supporters. Their supporters who don't have the same financial resources that they do. I assure you, the people lining up to go to a Donald Trump rally don't have the money to go to the rally, much less the money to raise an unplanned pregnancy. Right. Or uh, any other people at Donald Trump rallies are still breeding age. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they are. It's staggering to know how many younger people are really into Donald Trump. Yeah, that's what's really upsetting when you see like a 28 year old guy. I mean, that's I would say a 28 year old guy is kind of squarely in the center of the Donald Trump demographic. Yeah. I mean, look at the Mm. Charlottesville protest. That was all like twenty something guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was just looking at those pictures yesterday. It's true, but the thing you have to bear in mind about Charlottesville is that was all of them. I mean, they <laughs> came from the <laughs> furthest corners. That was every single one of them. They all came out of, of the country. They came from Idaho. They came from Wyoming. They came from Alaska. They came from Nebraska. It's like, you know, yeah. that was like, I mean, 2,000 dudes. So, uh, so there was, were a lot of them, but globally speaking, <laughs> that wasn't too many. One of the mistakes that we've made as the media is magnifying them. And, yeah. But, right. you know, it spreads the toxicity and brings them more followers. Of course, we haven't done what Joe Rogan has done, which is to completely normalize the Proud Boys and oh, yeah. be palsy-wowsy with Gavin McFuckface, uh, yep. the chinless wonder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that guy without his beard? It's pathetic. Uh, no. It's like – no. But he's got like, he's got the like really flim- lower jaw is actually like further back than his nose. You need to look it up. It's uncanny. It's terrible. He's got a really garish, cartoony beard and mustache, doesn't he? Like yeah. like no, it's because there's nothing under there. I mean, it's really like he's. I mean, he, it's like Mitch McConnell jaw. <laughs> oh, okay, that's pretty bad. So he's got like that. He's got that giant Mitch air McConnell sack. McConnell jaw. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I swear to God, I'm not sneaking into anyone's mailbox and opening up their credit card statements. I'm really not, but I don't need to read your mail to know you're probably paying a super high interest rate on your credit debt. That plus minimum payments are going to guarantee no end in sight for paying off those cards. So why not spare yourself the ongoing nightmare and refinance your credit cards into a super low interest rate? Here's exactly how. With Lightstream, you can roll your cards into one low payment at a fixed rate as low as 4.98% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. That's way lower than most credit cards. It's lower than the average credit card interest rate that you're probably paying right now of over 19% APR. You can get a loan from Lightstream from uh, $5,000 to up to hundred thousand dollars and there are absolutely no fees and just for my listeners this is your special offer right now memorize this write it down unless you're driving apply now and get a special interest rate discount and save even more the only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash sesca that's l-i-g-h-t-s-t-r-e-a-m.com slash c-e-s-c-a subject to credit approval rates range from 4.98 percent apr to 19.99 percent apr include a 0.50 percent auto pay discount lowest rate requires excellent credit terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice visit lightstream.com slash sesca for more information delve into the shadows of the mind with sleeping dogs a gripping murder mystery starring academy award winner russell crowe now available on digital crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall uncovering secrets from his past he learns a chilling truth it's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery.
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Bob Seska. This world is not my empire Your silence is a line of tone Cause rain turns soil to sludge A tears turn angry scars red All this hunger lost Can never be found All this desire lost Can never be touched All our dreams lost it's amazing. This is uh, unreleased, unreleased David Bowie. Believe that? No, you believe not. we're playing that? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I bet you thought I was telling the truth there for a second because this is an amazing project called Antiquity. Sounds like David Bowie. Oh my God. Uh, when I first heard it, I was like, oh my God. Is David Bowie still alive? There's a song called Shelter from a Storm, uh, antiquity-music.com, link in the description. Under this episode at bobseska.com. Well, I love this. So good. Uh, bobseska.com slash music to submit, just like uh, Antiquity did. Okay, getting back into things here on our uh, big Thursday show. Tucker Carlson denied knowing what replacement theory is. Of course he would, because the party of personal responsibility has nothing to do with personal responsibility anymore. In fact, it's everyone else's responsibility except theirs. Just before we talk about this, I want to play Tucker Carlson talking about replacement theory on his show, even though he denied it on his show last night. Now, I know that the left and all the little gatekeepers on Twitter become literally hysterical literally. if you use the term replacement, if you suggest that the Democratic Party is trying to replace the current electorate the voters now casting ballots with new people more obedient voters from okay so i played that clip the, on tuesday but this is all to illustrate that he knows exactly what replacement theory is and he's talked about it repeatedly on his show mm -hmm. the uh, media on msnbc had a whole montage of tucker carlson a compilation of all the clips of tucker carlson talking about replacement theory he was in the know and has always been in the know his whole thing on race is oh my god the democrats are trying to replace us white people with mm -hmm. brown people and we have to stop them and then <laughs> on his show last night he was like what is replacement theory? I have no idea. It's like, it's, I can't. He I, gets really upset when people call him out. Yeah, yeah I, know, he does. I, I know. I was watching like an interview. Nicole Wallace was talking to some guy that used to be like a producer at uh, 
Fox. And she yeah. was like, so what bothers Tucker more? She asked with that <laughs> gleam in her eye. <laughs> being ignored or being called out, you know? And uh, he was, and the guy was like, oh, definitely being called out. His, like, his voice goes up an octave. <laughs> you know? That's saying a lot, too. Yeah. It's but, like Mariah Carey whistle key. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, he said on his show last night, you've heard a lot about the great replacement theory recently. No, he said, you've heard a lot about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's everywhere in the last two days, and we're still not sure exactly what it is. Here's what we do know for a fact. There's a strong political component to the Democratic Party's immigration policy. We're not guessing this. We know this, and we know it because they have said so. That's Tucker Carlson on his show last night. Just the pampered, sheltered, spoiled little trust fund piece of shit. Yeah. Who has never done an honest day's work in his life, nor brought a human woman to climax. Mm. <laughs> and he's gonna, you know, in his miserable, pasty, pudgy little bow tie life. Mm-hmm. And he just, and what he's doing is leading to people's deaths. Yeah, that's like what he's doing. That's exactly are what he's doing. Committing murder out there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yep. what it just kills me looking at the people from Boulder, or from Buffalo that were murdered. Yeah. These elderly black people who have already been through so much in their lives and survived. Yeah, yeah. You know, who went through race riots and massacres and the whole integration chaos and civil rights and watching Martin Luther King get killed and then they get fucking gunned down at the grocery store buying strawberries yeah, on Saturday. Yeah. And it just... Uh, yeah, and this was Tucker's reaction when he heard about the shooting in Buffalo. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I completely agree with that assessment. <laughs> oh, so you're going with a full certainty on that, Jody? Oh, yeah. I'm 100% <laughs> certain of that. What, metaphysical certainty, according to mm-hmm. uh, John McLaughlin. Yeah, well, he's playing a semantic game here with this, is what he's doing. Yes, I think both parties would well, no, love it. No, he's claiming that he doesn't know what re- replacement theory is, and then he reiterates it. Yes, exactly. He goes completely right through it again. The Democrats yeah. are trying to replace us with more obedient brown people, and it's just like... Well, what he's talking oh, he's about, so what, what he's trying to get away with here is the fact that both the Republicans and the Democrats would love to have more Latino voters on their side. And that's a that's an unequivocal fact. That is for real. But what's not happening is the Democrats going, well, we need to get more Latino voters to replace all the white ones. That's not, no, 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 no. In no way, shape, or form has that been a stated or unstated goal of the Democratic Party. That is a a conspiracy theory invented by white supremacists in this country, including Tucker Carlson, who's who's so utterly threatened. I mean, David, I'm sure you remember going back to Blogosphere 1.0, Bill O'Reilly lamenting the end of the white power structure in the United States. I'll never forget him talking about that shit Mm -hmm. at length on his show. So concerned. We need to have more white babies because we're getting replaced by... We need a domestic supply of white infants, right? Yes, yes. This has been a talking point on Fox News preceding, going back before even Tucker Carlson. It's just this guy's cynically picking up that ridiculous, awful, racist baton and running with it, confusing his audience. He knows how his audience is completely pliable with their soft skulls. He can inject whatever (laughs) he wants into their chiclet brains with their impunity. soft skulls and their low Neanderthal brows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Am I going too far? I'm wondering now. I don't think no, so. Okay. 
I don't think so. But Your yeah, enclosed fontanelles. Yeah, um, that's the cynicism. Whether it's Tucker Carlson or Kaylee McEnany and and Mike Johnson talking about uh, abortions at the moment of birth. So all of the mouth breathing idiots who vote for Donald Trump and watch Fox News Channel can go, oh, my God, oh, my God, the liberals want abortions right up to the moment of birth. Oh, my God, the liberals want to replace us with brown voters. Replace us. That's That's what they believe. I kind of do, actually. I mean, I could personally go out and get... 10 or 20 Republicans hooked on black tar heroin between now and the midterms, I think I would have done my part. Um, The thing that they're afraid of, I know I'm stating the obvious, but Mm -hmm. the thing they're afraid of is that minorities, brown folks, women, brown women, Mm -hmm. um, will treat the white male, cis white males, as they've been treating the minorities. Mm -hmm. See, that's that's the fear is, oh my God, if they get control, they'll do to them what we did, do to us what we did to them. Yes. There's a gigantic concern. That's really the concern when it That's comes the to concern. yeah, when it comes to women's rights, when it comes Absolutely. to the equal rights amendment, mm-hmm. when it comes to pay equality, when it, mm-hmm. it comes to all of that. The anger and rage coming from white men in this country has so much to do with this myth that suddenly women are going to gain a foothold in the power structure in this country and suddenly they're all going to be Lorena Bobbitt. They're going to be running around with hedge clippers, chopping off dicks from coast to coast. And that's the... (laughs) Some dicks. That's the white, straight male fear. It's it's totally their fear. We're going to get what we actually deserve. Look, That's look, the terror. Look, they Bob, know that like they've done this. Go ahead, well, here's the deal, Bob. Yeah. The, the when the ladies, when we all have our meetings, uh-huh. um, which are you know underground because they have to be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when we all get together, there are some dicks that will be cut off. I'm just. I've, Not all of them, but I've some. heard, you forget, I'm living with the woman who's engaged in the vagenda of manicide. So. Yes, yes. She is one yeah. of our leaders. And I, um, uh, it's, it's just don't tell anybody. Everybody yeah. listening, shush, shush. Ladies, you know not to say a word. Yeah. I have. We bought, do need some dicks to stay around just because Some they dicks work. to stay around on When you take them off the charger, they don't work very well. <laughs> That's true. Right. True. Yes, I am. Oscar Isaac can keep his. You can keep yours, Bob. Yeah, yeah. I do, even though I implicitly trust Kimberly, I do keep one eye open as I'm sleeping. I'm just saying. You're not dumb. That's (laughs) smart. That's just smart. I'm very, very wise. As soon as she gets. Right before you bed down for the night, you're like, I'm sorry. And she's like, what for? You're like, I don't know. Just being sure. (laughs) <laughs> as soon as Kimberly wins pay equality, man, my dick is gone. That's what I'm really, really deeply concerned about. I swear to God, you would be shocked at the number of white straight men in this country who are deeply concerned about women gaining power enough to just cut their dicks off with impunity. And that's the paranoia. That's the uh, extremist fear coming from uh, so many white guys. You know, and you can <laughs> the Joe Rogan audience, for example. That's loaded with them. The, the guys in Charlottesville, holy shit. It's not just about blacks and, and replacement theory for those guys. It's not just about the Confederacy rising again and all the rest of it, Donald Trump and so on. They're really, they're really concerned about their dicks getting cut off mm-hmm. by women who are empowered. <laughs> That's the myth. You know, of course they're going to think that, and and I wouldn't That's be surprised. That's all we need is a bunch of detached dicks. I yeah. mean, for what? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's. I would say it's right on the same level as 
abortions right up to the moment of birth. As far as myths go, as far as lies go, as far as extremism goes, same level. You know, I, it, it sounds like I'm joking, but it's about the same level as telling their uh, supporters, their voters, that, oh, yeah, the liberals, they want to kill babies as they're being born. And turn or, you gay. Yeah, or yeah. D- Donald Trump saying literally uh, liberals want to birth babies and then murder them in their cribs. And they want mm-hmm. that to be legal. So does Ralph yeah. Northerman, Virginia, and blah blah blah. They're talking about that. That's for real. So the whole thing about uh, women and seeking revenge against men in the same way men have treated women, that's, I wouldn't be surprised if that started to become a talking point on Fox News if it isn't already. And I don't watch Fox News enough to know whether it is. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was. I've wished Democrats were better trolls sometimes. Yeah. You know, we don't really do that. We put out the truth and we want people to know the truth. But it would be awesome if, like, AOC started going around talking, like, just going snip, snip at people, you know? Like, <laughs> we're coming for your penis, coming for your penis, you know? Uh, Can you imagine if AOC just started tweeting, like, snip, snip with, like, a scissors emoji? Oh, my God. You know what? It probably wouldn't be a bad idea for us to troll them occasionally, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, Anyway, yeah. I mean, liberals and and progressives, we want to make the world a better, more fair, more equitable, safer Mm. place. And conservatives want to make liberals cry. Right. So, I mean, I, I feel like a little turnabout wouldn't suck. So uh, here now I've got the chirping cricket story of the day. Uh, The president has invoked the Defense Production Act to alleviate the baby food shortage. So problem solved. Hello, problem solved. Problem arises. Joe Biden steps in competently with his team, takes care of the problem. And then, of course, the reaction from the news media. Yeah. Yeah. We're Republicans. Yeah. What is that? Is that? There it is. There's Joe well, the Biden. The baby formula something. was the new caravan of yeah. immigrants. You know, it's just like until it, when it ceases to become politically uh, utilitarian to them, they dispense with it. Yeah. Meantime, according to Kyle Griffin, 192 Republicans voted against the $28 million emergency fund to address the baby formula shortage. <laughs> I thought the 192 voted for it and nine voted against it. Is he wrong? Oh, shit. Yeah. Get him, Jody. Fact check it. Yeah, yeah let's, let's check this. How many Republicans are there in Congress? Yeah, full list, 192 Republicans who voted against FDA baby formula bill. Nine Republicans voted, oh, it was WICs. The nine Republicans voted against allowing low-income parents to use WIC benefits to buy baby formula. Oh, my God. They that, can't that's already do worse. that? Yeah. I thought that's what WIC was for. Right. Yeah, the bill was approved by a tally of 231 to 192. Mm -hmm. It would have provided $28 million in emergency funding for the U.S. Food and Drug Administration in an effort to help alleviate the current shortfall and head off future shortages. Yeah, this is this is fucking yeah, it was real. The WIC, it was the WIC funding that that um, uh, Marjorie Sporkfoot and company voted against. Good it's just so gross. It's God. like you've got to have that baby, but then you can't feed it. Yeah, no, fuck feeding not. it. Yeah, who wants to feed the baby? We can't get it's involved. It's a George Carlin thing. Yeah, you know they're only important until the moment they exit the birth canal, and then yeah. they're just 
you know, thumb on this call heap. Yeah. Yeah. Life begins at conception, ends at birth. That's the idea. Yep. You're on well, your And own. they don't even care about prenatal care either, actually, if you think about it. Oh, yeah. No, of course not. This goes back to what I was saying about 3.5 million homeless children in this country. Well, they don't want to do anything to help the pregnant person either, because if that person cannot afford prenatal care, like going to a doctor's visits on a timely basis. Yeah. That fetus could end up having a problem that could have been fixed earlier. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, they don't even care about the prenatal aspect of pregnancy either. They don't fucking care. They care about a, a sperm and an egg saying hello and implanting. Is that what they do? Hello. I, I didn't come hear, on in. Yeah. I never heard about that in health That's class. The That's the scientific term. The yeah. egg goes, hello, come on in. <laughs> Well, I had no idea that the egg could talk. Well, that's and another thing. The sperm thing. produces a tiny top hat and doffs it and a <laughs> tiny, tiny bouquet of roses and yes. a box of a tiny, Chocolates. tiny heart-shaped box of chocolates. Yeah. Why am I suddenly imagining I'm suddenly imagining the sperm as like the Mr. Peanut man with the monocle yes. and everything? Or, yeah. Or, little- or the Monopoly guy. You know, one of the two. <laughs> that's very, very weird. We've officially crossed over. <laughs> into weird territory. Let's take a break there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the Patreon app for your smartphone is the best way to stay up to date with new episodes of the Bob Suska Show, and it's also the best way to listen. Every time there's a brand new episode, you're going to get an automatic alert on your phone. No guesswork. You'll know exactly when the shows drop. Notifications for the free shows on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, plus notifications for the Friday after party and the Shadow Docket shows as well. You can listen at home or in the car with a couple of swipes. Plus, you can join our community of listeners in the comments under each show. Oh, and you can manage your subscriptions without ever sitting down at a computer. Subscribe for as little as $1 a month to get access to the app. And you can go to bobseskashow.com for that or patreon.com slash bobseskashow. Then download the Patreon app from the app store on your phone. Again, that's bobseskashow.com. And we thank you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Bob Seska plays more music.
is The Die. God, it's been a couple of years since we played The Die on the show. That's D-Y-E. A song called Clementine. Brand new single. Uh, link in the description to support The Die. They got a link to their link tree thing. So it's like all the links on one page. Uh, BobSuska.com slash music. As always, to submit. Thank you for doing that. All right. So this is something we talked about on Friday's After Party last week. Mm -hmm. And I meant to discuss it with Buzz on Tuesday, but things got out of hand as they normally do. And uh, Mm -hmm. we never got around to talking about this. But I'm not sure if you saw clips of Donald Trump's latest rally. I believe it was in... God, I want to say it was in Austin, Texas, I think. Somewhere, yeah, Austin. And that wasn't a regular rally. That wasn't like... I'm running for president, and please show up and watch my rally. Here you go. It's free. You can walk right in and hang out with all of the other white, red hat racists and so on. And see this guy talking about windmills and make funny noises like bing, bing, bong, bong, bong. And no, this wasn't like that. This is a new money-grubbing, separate-the-suckers-from-their-life-savings move by Donald Trump (laughs) <laughs> this is like stakes again. <laughs> well, yeah, this is exactly that. So Donald Trump has found a new way, according to Axios, to milk his ex-presidency and test another, hitting the lucrative motivational speaking circuit with more fervor than any other active U.S. politician in history. It's a way to build support for a possible 2024 presidential bid while potentially pocketing large speaking fees as many of his iconic properties are struggling. Oh, what a shame. I wonder why that is. Again, as I said, these aren't free rallies now. People have to pay to attend. And uh, tickets start at $9. That's the satellite tier. So, which means you're going to be watching the uh, MAGA rally from a satellite. You'll actually be in space. That's how far away you'll be. But that's the $9. So you got to go, you got to pay $9 to stand in ankle deep mud and watch Donald Trump say the same shit that he says every single fucking time that you can see for free on C-SPAN. I'm just saying, $9. That includes... A that made the mud, people's leaking adult diapers. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It's not even in the main area where the speech is yeah. taking place. It includes a spot in an overflow room at the venue to watch the program on a TV screen. So you have to pay $9 to watch Donald Trump on a TV screen. <laughs> He is like a traveling faith healer, just bilking the rubes out of their hard-earned cash. The presidential tier tickets cost $4,995. I'm not making that up. That includes early access to the event site, so you can stand in the mud longer if you want to. Admission to a reception and a photo op with Trump's son, Don Jr., as well as premium seating to watch Trump speak in person. I guess that means you sit behind Trump with the Blacks for Trump guy and some of the other but people. But didn't they just do this with Bill O'Reilly? Yeah. Yeah. And it bombed? Yes. Yes. So, But, they, but <sighs> Donald Trump just did one in Austin where someone, a bunch of suckers, paid $4,900 to meet with Donald Trump Jr., Oh, happy day. (laughs) There's money well spent, but no price is listed for the top, what is called the Patriot tier. Interested parties are instructed to email for more information. 
That tier includes a roundtable and photo op with former President Trump himself and a roundtable with former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. And that doesn't even have a price listed for it. It's like going into a restaurant, a really expensive restaurant. They, well, if you have to ask how much it costs, it's probably too expensive. Yeah. So I'm guessing it's just like, the grift that keeps on giving. <laughs> exactly. You know? right. Trump previously ha- headlined AFT events in Houston and Sunrise, Florida, and is booked for one in Memphis next month. Other AFT events this year have featured MAGA stars, including Don Jr., Pompeo, Candace Owens, and Dinesh Ushbag. I'm sorry, Dinesh D'Souza is his actual name. Um, so, yeah, there is a colossal amount of cash flowing through the Red Hat Entertainment Complex right now. Uh, motivational speaking is a roughly $2 billion a year industry that reaches hundreds of thousands of Americans. And Donald Trump's getting on that gravy train, as well as Candace Owens, Dinesh D'Souza, Don Jr., Pompeo, all the rest Oh, my God. I saw a video with Dinesh and his wife yesterday pleading with people to stop pirating their stupid <laughs> propaganda movie. That's funny. That's Did funny. you see it? Yeah, I haven't seen the uh, the movie. No, Oh, you should not. watch it. No, I mean the, the video of him and his wife. He, he's oh. like, someone actually, I don't know how they do this. I, I guess they bring their phone and just film <laughs> our movie. And is, you know, he's just like <laughs> appalled. I'm like, that's the invisible hand of the free market, Dinesh. It's picking your pocket. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. So, so if you want to support Donald Trump, you better have the cash in hand and ready to go because he's charging you for that support because oh, yeah. you're a fucking sucker. If you're a troll who supports Donald Trump listening to the show right now, you're a fucking sucker. You know what? You're getting Oops. suckered. It's like a three card Monty game on the corner and it's like a street corner uh, in the Bronx or something like that. You're getting played for an idiot. It's like walking into a casino and expecting to walk out a millionaire. You're a fucking moron. They're just taking your money. It's like all the games on the boardwalk. It's all right. Ra- they're just taking your cash to put in their pockets, not to make America great, not to do any of that shit. This is all to pay Donald Trump's legal bills. It's to buy more life-size paintings of himself for Mar-a-Lago. It's to bail out his failing businesses, his failing properties. You're not doing anything to make America great again. You're doing everything to your, at your own expense to make Trump wealthy again. Or to keep him one step ahead of having to declare bankruptcy. That's usually the way Trump operates. Every decision he's ever made is to stay one step ahead of the law and bankruptcy. His whole empire is held together with duct tape and the hard-earned cash of his sucker followers. No doubt about that. Well, um, another person we need to keep a close eye on uh, emerged out of the primaries on Tuesday. Doug Mastriano. Mm Mm-hmm. That guy is a fucking nightmare. He's just like a, uh, yeah. Go yeah. ahead. He's well, just like, it's just like if you took the YouTube comments under like a QAnon video and like crystallized them into a human being and then injected it with steroids and whatever causes aggression, yeah. you'd have that guy. He's fucking crazy and just belligerent about it. Well, he's going to be in charge of 19 electoral votes if he becomes governor. It's going to land squarely in his Trump-supporting, insurrection-supporting lap. 19 electoral votes. That's Pennsylvania. They had, uh, I think, 20 in 2020, and now they've got 19 for 24. Well, this guy is a goddamn maniac. Not only 
does he want to ban all abortions from the moment of fertilization forward with zero exceptions? No exceptions. None, none of the usual exceptions. All that's off the table. Not only that, but he wants to throw out all of the registered voters in Pennsylvania and start over again. He said, I get to appoint the Secretary of State, and that Secretary of State is going to clean up the election logs. Uh, you're going to have to re-register. We're going to start all over again. That's 8.7 million voter registrations tossed in the shitter. He'll, uh, Let me say this about him, though. Okay. I feel like that is the he's the kind of candidate that Republican primary voters love. Yeah. Like the people who vote in Republican primaries are, mm-hmm. up, you know, like 110 percent Republican and kooky. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't I mean, I I look at his, you know, Josh. Is it Josh Shapiro? Is yeah. Josh Shapiro is going to be running against him. Yeah. He's the uh, current state attorney general. And he's well liked, apparently, too. So yeah. that's good. Yep, yep. He's a likable guy. If you've ever seen him interviewed, he's just got a good way about him. I, I think this bodes well for, for Shapiro. I don't let me knock some wood quietly so I don't upset my yeah, mind. Don't get happy. But Jesus. Like, I mean, yeah, but I feel like Mastriano is like like I said, he's the Republican primary voters wet dream, but a, for a mid for an actual general election, I just I think he might even be too extreme. But I mean, who can say? Republicans right. at this point are a bunch of like yeah. What we're facing. Did you see that like 68% of people who used ivermectin to treat their uh, COVID or not having COVID or whatever may now have permanent uh, incontinence issues? I, I saw that. Oh, I, I should I, call my friend Johan because he I, took ivermectin. I Let's saw see. that, but I, I couldn't confirm it. Can one of you Google that and, and double check on that? Because I saw that come up on Twitter a oh, bunch of times. Can we just let it be? Okay. I want to <laughs> accept it. I all right, believe. all right. That like Trump voters are going to be like shitting themselves in the aisles at you know yeah. Dixie for okay. the rest of their lives. <laughs> all right, um, yeah, yeah. I'd like that. to imagine Republicans all shitting themselves all at the same time, just just water Look at squirting. Your phones, out. By yeah. the way, guys, I sent you Gavin McGinnis without his beard. Oh, okay, great, great. Well, I'll check that no, out in a second. Really, but it's, I want to hear your reaction actually. Okay, well, it's like it just I want to <laughs> wrap up with Pennsylvania here real quick before we okay. get uh, way off. Uh, I'd rather people believe and approach this election especially this gubernatorial election because you know what look everyone's distracted about the dr oz thing and now trump wants oz to declare a victory before the votes are all counted and blah 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 and it's the big uh freak show that's happening on the senate level but the gubernatorial race is going to be the key one for pennsylvania because if he does what he wants to do. I mean, again, he's going to appoint his own secretary of state who could say, oh, Donald Trump didn't win the 19 electoral. He didn't win here. Oh, okay. We're going to throw out all those votes and start again. We're going to do it again and again and again until Donald Trump does come out on top. And that's what he's going to want to do. We need to treat this race like it's one of the many ground zeros for the rise of fascism in this country. We need to take it absolutely as serious as a fucking heart attack, because if this guy ends up squeaking out a win in an election where the Democrats are already behind the eight ball as far as turnout goes, because we often don't turn out in these two year uh, elections, uh, then that's going to be a a fucking disaster. So we have to make sure that we're all ready and uh, willing to be energized and to activate and to volunteer to make sure that Doug Mastriano is a fucking flash in the pan and that no one talks about him after uh, November. So that's it. That's the, uh, I think the key to all of that. So let's take a look at Gavin McGinnis here without the chin. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Let's see. 
Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> did would I lie to you? Uh, yeah, did I lie? Yeah, did uh, I lie? You, you, did, you not. did not lie. <laughs> oh my god! There is no chin there. In fact, I think the folds below the chin are uh, even bigger than his chin. <laughs> so, oh wow! Okay, isn't uh, it hideous? Oh. Yeah, yeah. That is I would be mean as shit probably if I look like that. You know? <laughs> I've got a clip of audio here that uh is gonna be so perfect for Gavin McGinnis without his <laughs> without his beard. First I'm going to bother everybody I meet. Then I'll probably go home and get drunk. <laughs> He looks like Tippy Turtle. He he looks like a tur- I mean, more turtley than anyone in the Turtle Club, including Mitch McConnell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I, that's I, I, it's so weird that I almost think it's photoshopped. <laughs> I'm nope. gonna. I, I'll it's see from if a I can. Live video of him shaving his beard. You found a video of him shaving his beard. It was he lost a bet or something. This is years ago, and I just I remember seeing it and being like, oh my god, I would wear a beard too if my if I look like an actual wow. Simpsons character in real life. <laughs> so uh Doug Mastriano isn't the only maniac who's running for office in the midterms. Uh Coloradans have elected uh just one Republican governor in the last fifty years, but there's this guy running for governor now, uh former Parker mayor Greg Lopez, who holds the top line in the twenty twenty two Republican primary ballot, says Colorado should create an electoral college system for electing candidates to statewide office. This would disenfranchise uh, urban areas, city areas, in favor of rural conservative counties and dilute the voting power of Coloradans in more populous urban and suburban areas. Even as uh, turnout numbers vary over time, the sheer number of rural conservative counties would create a built-in advantage for Republicans. So, you know... It's disgusting. It's like they've got a billion plans. How can we subvert the will of the actual people in the country? Exactly. Well, that's just In order to hang on to power. And it just it's it just makes my brain bleed a little bit. Yeah, the more that's your whole strategy. If it's not to attract more voters to your outdated, shitty caveman ideas, mm-hmm. it's just to fucking game the system so that the actual people in the country don't get their say. They have to do these things in order to remain relevant, because no one wants to support. I mean, no normals want to support white supremacists. So how do you make up for that? Well, you rig the system. You rig the vote, and then you scream about how, no, it's the Democrats rigging the vote. Don't you know? I mean, we have no proof. We've got Rudy Giuliani farting in front of panels of state legislature. Ripping shoe polish out of his hair. Yeah, but we've got no other evidence. But yeah, it's the Democrats doing it, and uh, look over there. Just look. Uh, no, don't mind us. <laughs> We're over here rigging the system. No, don't look at us ma- making an electoral college system for the state of Colorado. Yep, there it is. There's your Republican Party. Um, One last thing here. Uh, If a masking recommendation comes from the CDC and no one gives a shit, does it make a sound? That's it doesn't. The, no. It doesn't. I just, I just literally, two friends of mine that have been together 25 years are on their way to Hawaii to finally get married, so that'll last. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> there are... Um... <laughs> that was... 
Wow. That was Joey. extra spicy. I mean, low volume, but lethal. <laughs> Look, you've made it 25 years without getting married. Don't get married. Anyway. Um, it's like you do have some Southern in you after all. Oh, I do, honey. My mama's from the South. Um, You're like, any- bless their hearts. That's going to last about as long as an ice cube on the 4th of July. Exactly. Anyway, um, so they're on their way to Hawaii. They just photographed themselves on the plane. Mm. Luckily, it doesn't look very full, so hopefully the doors have already closed. But they're not wearing masks on the plane. Oh, Idiots. God, 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 God. We're doing it ourselves. We're doing My it to ourselves. Yeah. had to get tested for the Stephen Sondheim thing, and she said that they tested everybody that attended the morning of, not like 10 minutes before. So they used real PCR tests because you can get those results in an hour. Yeah, yeah. Um, and one friend of hers couldn't make it because he tested positive. Oh, God. Yeah, we have two choices here, and we're taking the wrong choice. What we're saying now is... We just don't care. There are obvious solutions. We can still beat this virus, but everyone's like, are you kidding me, Bob? That's crazy talk. We're never going to beat this virus. It's naive to think we can beat this virus. So fuck it. We're just going to enter this thing now where COVID is going to be with us for decades. Decades where you can get it again and again and again and again and again. And it's going to circumvent immunity. It's going to blast right through immunity. And it's... We don't know whether it's going to get more severe than it is, whether it's going to have long-term side effects, whether there's going to be long COVID the more often you get it. I mean, you could just go from one COVID infection to the next one, to the next one, to the next one, and be perpetually sick. We're too narcissistic. We're too entitled. We're too selfish to actually put on a mask for a few weeks while we annihilate the virus, and then we can move on. But no, that's too much. Done with, I'm done with COVID because you know what? For anyone who's been like studying pandemics like Mm -hmm. me, this is, we are in hell now. (laughs) This is hell where there's just a virus that just keeps rocketing back and forth across the people in the population and mutating and changing. And we're just like, oh, well, we, let's go to a concert. Yeah. Um, And there's, there's no chance now of ever doing another mask mandate. So the CDC is now basically just saying, hey, look, uh, the infect- we're, we're coming to around 100,000 infections here, 100,000 a day. Try to wear a mask if you live in one of the danger spots. And that's the extent of what we can do now. That's the extent of it. Just a recommendation for people who just don't give a shit anymore. Oh, really? A mask again? Oh, fuck no. I don't know. I, I read somewhere on Facebook that it's not that severe and you can get it again and again and it's not going to matter. No, no, no. You don't know fucking anything. Like I would go to the I, two weeks ago, I went to the grocery store and I was like, maybe 20 percent, 10 percent of the people here are wearing masks. And the last time I went, it was like back up to about 60. Oh, God. Uh, because people know people who are getting sick. Yeah, because I mean, people are going down all around me right now. Again, like restaurant people and stuff, they've all stopped wearing their masks with customers, and now they're getting sick again. Yeah, we're headed into um, this critical mass, this confluence of of complacency and lack of vaccinations. People who got vaccinated a year ago think, "Oh, well, you know, I got that one vaccination. I'm done. I'm, uh, I'm, I've got it. I'm protected." Uh, no, no, you might as well not be vaccinated at this point if you only got the first vaccine. It's like Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton's got yeah. pretty severe COVID right now after being one of the most popular, <laughs> famous uh, denialists 
Uh, he got what, well. He, he did get vaccinated. I feel more like COVID's caught the Clapton. He got vaccinated. Like, he did. He got AstraZeneca twice. Oh, he did. Um, and he had terrible reactions to his second okay. vaccine, which is when he went nuts. Okay. So, He's not and, an anti-vaxer, or at least he wasn't. Um, uh, and so he did get vaccinated. He just. He had a rare bad reaction, which is very rare. People mm-hmm. have it. That's unfortunate for him, and it's unfortunate that it made him crazy. Yeah. Well, and once again, once again, if you're unvaccinated or you only got your first one and you're like, fuck it, I'm done, then you know what? You get what you deserve. You get, you absolutely get what you deserve. The problem is, you know what you're going to do with your one vaccine, your one J&J vaccine a year ago, which is entirely useless. You wasted your time. But you, you know what's going to happen now? You're going to get COVID over and over again, and you're going to clog up hospital beds where people who are responsible and may have uh, needed hospitalization for some other reason, non-COVID reason, those people yeah. are going to be able to get care because all of you irresponsible people are filling up hospital beds again and again and again in this endless loop of peaks and troughs and peaks and troughs and peaks and troughs and it's entirely made out of complacency and laziness and entitlement and narcissism and uh, social media branding and whatever your podcast is all about <laughs> joe yeah, joe podcast man fuck them um, <laughs> yeah well we're one of what? oh my god that was that was so loud. That scare. Oh my god! That was a. That was totally a jump scare. You know what it is? Uh, you that- know, Bob. They do make varieties of decaf that are just as tasty as the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that tip. You know what it is? Every time I go to uh, set up my soundboard here, for some reason, the last three shows, this particular uh, clip has been super loud, and I keep forgetting to adjust it back. Okay, that's really boring to hear about. So we'll just plow forward. Um, yeah. So. What I was saying, yeah, COVID's bad. I forget what I was saying before. <laughs> I have a friend whose father is like a belligerent, like talk radio listener, Fox News watcher. He won't wear a mask, won't socially distance. And yeah. he's now on his second bout of COVID. And he's really sick. And he's still, and he's in, even though he's coming back positive, and you know, he's just insisting it's like, it's not COVID. It's, this is a big plot. And everyone's... Of course. <sighs> of course. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. We're a giant Ouroboros. We're the snake eating its own tail at this point. Uh, for the uh, financial More benefit. More of a human of, centipede, I think. Yeah, you know what? That's better. <laughs> We're a human centipede of awfulness. No doubt about it. Okay, so uh, we've got the Shadow Docket podcast coming up next on our Patreon page. If uh, you're only listening to the free show, you're only catching the first two-thirds of our show here. Uh, you want to catch the last third of it, the third act. That's where all the fun happens. That's where everything gets wrapped up into a nice bow, and uh, and sometimes it doesn't. In fact, most of the time it doesn't. But you know what? There's yeah. lots. Most of the time we just trail off in bewilderment and confusion. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's worth it. That's the whole shadow dog, trailing off in bewilderment and confusion. <laughs> so make sure you sign up for $5 a month for our bewilderment and confusion as we trail off and run out of steam for the week, which is usually what happens to me on Fridays, but, you know, the Thursday shadow docket, I'm getting close. Uh, yeah, lots more to talk about. Uh, <laughs> we got a, a Trump-Putin story here coming up. Uh, plus, we have to praise California for a second, which I miss. I desperately miss California. You, you know, we really have really we have a cool house. The bed isn't big enough for you guys because it's not a California king. 
but you know, your little legs can, your big legs can like hang out the end. The question is, how big is your refrigerator? Hmm? Oh, it's big is enough there? for the two of you. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Go measure it for me after the show. Be careful, Jody. You really might end up with me and Ben if things get crazy here. (laughs) Bye, folks. See you next time. Take care.